Section twenty two of New Arabian Nights by Robert Louis Stevenson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Don W. Jenkins. Providence and the Guitar. Chapter three. The black head presented not a single chink of light upon the street, and the carriage gate was closed. This is unprecedented, observed Leon. An inn closed by five minutes after eleven and there were several commercial travellers in the café up to a late hour. Elvira, my heart misgives me. Let us ring the bell. The bell had a potent note, and being swung under the arch, it filled the house from top to bottom with surly clanging reverberations. The sound accentuated the conventual appearance of the building. A wintry sentiment, a thought of prayer and mortification, took hold upon Elvira's mind, and as for leon he seemed to be reading the stage directions for a lugubrious fifth act this is your fault said elvira this is what comes of fancying things again leon pulled the bell-rope again the solemn tocsin awoke the echoes of the inn and ere they had died away a light glimmered in the carriage entrance and a powerful voice was heard upraised and tremulous with wrath what's all this cried the tragic host through the spars of the gate hard upon twelve and you come clamouring like prussians at the door of a respectable hotel oh he cried i know you now common singers people in trouble with the police and you present yourselves at midnight like lords and ladies be off with you you will permit me to remind you replied leon in thrilling tones that i am a guest in your house that i am properly inscribed and that i have deposited baggage to the value of four hundred francs you cannot get in at this hour returned the man this is no thieves tavern for mohawks and night rakes and organ grinders brute cried elvira for the organ grinders touched her home then i demand my baggage said leon with unabated dignity i know nothing of your baggage replied the landlord you detain my baggage you dare to detain my baggage cried the singer who are you returned the landlord it is dark i cannot recognize you very well then you detain my baggage concluded leon you shall smart for this i shall weary out your life with persecutions i will drag you from court to court if there is justice to be had in france it shall be rendered between you and me and i will make you a byword i will put you in a song a scurrilous song an indecent song a popular song which the boys shall sing to you in the street and come and howl through these spars at midnight he had gone on raising his voice at every phrase for all the while the landlord was very placidly retiring and now when the last glimmer of light had vanished from the arch and the last footstep died away in the interior leon turned to his wife with a heroic countenance elvira said he i have now a duty in life i shall destroy that man as eugene sue destroyed the concierge let us come at once to the gendarmerie and begin our vengeance he picked up the guitar case which had been propped against the wall and they set forth through the silent and ill-lighted town with burning hearts the gendarmerie was concealed beside the telegraph office at the bottom of a vast court which was partly laid out in gardens and here all the shepherds of the public lay locked in grateful sleep it took a deal of knocking to waken one and he when he came at last to the door could find no other remark but that it was none of his business leon reasoned with him threatened him besought him here he said was madame berthelini in evening dress a delicate woman in an interesting condition 
the last was thrown in i fancy for effect and to all this the man-of-arms made the same answer it's none of my business said he very well said leon then we shall go to the commissary thither they went the office was closed and dark but the house was close by and leon was soon swinging the bell like a madman the commissary's wife appeared at a window she was a thread-paper creature and informed them that the commissary had not yet come home is he at the mayor's continued leon she thought that was not unlikely where is the mayor's house he asked and she gave him some rather vague information on that point stay you here elvira said leon lest i should miss him by the way if when i return i find you here no longer i shall follow at once to the blackhead and he set out to find the mares it took him some ten minutes wandering among blind lanes and when he arrived it was already half an hour past midnight a long white garden wall overhung by some thick chestnuts a door with a letter-box and an iron bell-pull that was all that could be seen of the mare's domicile leon took the bell-pull in both hands and danced furiously upon the sidewalk the bell itself was just upon the other side of the wall it responded to his activity and scattered an alarming clangor far and wide into the night a window was thrown open in a house across the street and a voice inquired the cause of this untimely uproar i wish the mayor said leon he has been in bed this hour returned the voice he must get up again retorted leon and he was for tackling the bell-pull once more you will never make him here responded the voice the garden is of great extent the house is at the farther end and both the mayor and his housekeeper are deaf aha said leon pausing the mayor is deaf is he that explains and he thought of the evening's concert with a momentary feeling of relief ah he concluded and so the mayor is deaf and the garden vast and the house at the far end and you might ring all night added the voice and be none the better for it you would only keep me awake thank you neighbor replied the singer you shall sleep and he made off again at his best pace for the commissaries elvira was still walking to and fro before the door has he not come said leon not he she replied good returned leon i am sure our man's inside let me see the guitar case i shall lay this siege in form elvira i am angry i am indignant i am truculently inclined but i thank my maker i still have a sense of fun the unjust judge shall be importuned in a serenade elvira set him up and set him up he had the case opened by this time struck a few chords and fell into an attitude which was irresistibly spanish now he continued feel your voice are you ready follow me the guitar twanged and the two voices upraised in harmony and with a startling loudness the chorus of a song of old beringer's the stones of castel de gachis thrilled at this audacious innovation hitherto had the night been sacred to repose and nightcaps and now what was this window after window was opened matches scratched and candles began to flicker swollen sleepy faces peered forth into the night there were the two figures before the commissary's house each bolt upright with head thrown back and eyes interrogating the starry heavens the guitar wailed shouted and reverberated like half an orchestra and the voices with a crisp and spirited delivery hurled the appropriate burden at the commissary's window all the echoes repeated the functionary's name 
it was more like an entr'acte in a farce of moliere's than a passage of real life in castel lagachis the commissary if he was not the first was not the last of the neighbours to yield to the influence of music and furiously throw open the window of his bedroom he leaned far over the window-sill raying and gesticulating and the tassel of his white nightcap danced like a thing of life he opened his mouth to dimensions hitherto unprecedented and yet his voice instead of escaping from it in a roar came forth shrill and choked and tottering a little more serenading and it was clear he would be better acquainted with the apoplexy i scorn to reproduce his language he touched upon too many serious topics by the way for a quiet story-teller although he was known for a man who was prompt with his tongue and had a power of strong expression at command he excelled himself so remarkably this night that one maiden lady who had got out of bed like the rest to hear the serenade was obliged to shut her window at the second clause even what she had heard disquieted her conscience and next day she said she scarcely reckoned as a maiden lady any longer leon tried to explain his predicament but he received nothing but threats of arrest by way of answer if i come down to you cried the commissary ay said leon do i will not cried the commissary you dare not answered leon at that the commissary closed his window all is over said the singer the serenade was perhaps ill-judged these boors have no sense of humour let us get away from here said elvira with a shiver all these people looking it is so rude and so brutal and then giving way once more to passion brutes she cried aloud to the candlelit spectators brutes 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 savez qui pue said leon you have done it now and taking the guitar in one hand and the case in the other he led the way with something too precipitate to be merely called precipitation from the scene of this absurd adventure end of section twenty two read by don w jenkins rancho san diego california shaggybark.blogspot.com